Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it is our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as a foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for today's conversation. Hey, welcome back to the program. We are blessed that you have decided to take some time out of your weekend to join us here at Shouts of Grace Radio. And for those of you that are return listeners, we want to say thank you for your prayers and your support. And for those of you that are first-time listeners, we want to invite you to be a return listener. And you can do that by coming back to us here weekly on Key Radio. We want to thank you for the use of Key Radio Studios here in Provo, Utah. And also want to let you know that you do have the option to go onto our website and listen to a number of past episodes um, from different topics to covering different scriptures, um, even what we're going through now, a series on traveling through the Psalms, or I believe Psalm hopping is what we've called it. Um, And you can go to that website by going to shoutsofgraceradio.com. That's shoutsofgraceradio.com. And there's about 160 so episodes where you can just consume your time um, and get all caught up to where we're at today. And so, uh, again, thank you for uh, for tuning in. And if you are a return listener to Shouts of Grace, um, you know that we have each week, we have different guests in the studio. Uh, Sometimes we have Local guests, local pastors, sometimes we have people from across the country that uh, call in. And so today we have a familiar a familiar guest, um, kind of a, a regular on the show, Pastor Joe Funicello, one of the pastors at Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs. How are you, my brother? Hey, I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Thank you. Good. Yeah, we are going through a heat wave here in Utah and kind of kind of, you know, coming out of it as we begin August. And so maybe we'll get some cooler weather and, and some rain because I know we, we desperately need some rain. But um, anyway, uh, Joe, we've been going through, you've been kind of traveling with me. So we've been going through the Psalms and no particular order, just kind of picking through certain Psalms to go through that have certain themes to them. And so uh, today I want to continue that discussion and I want to be in Psalm 42. So if you're listening, you have a Bible, you can you can follow along by going to Psalm 42. And and this is a psalm that is that's it's so emblematic of, of just real life and what a lot of us go through. Uh, we, we go through these times where it seems like we're just soaring with the Lord if you're a Christian and, and things are going well. And then all of a sudden we hit a trial or we hit oppression and and the enemy of our soul comes in, whether he uses a relationship or a circumstance, it all of a sudden drags us down. And before you know it, we find ourselves in this oppressed, depressed state, crying out for God, where are you? I don't sense you anywhere. What's going on? And, and, And that joy that we carry around or that we ought to carry around as Christians just kind of seems to be sucked up in a tunnel. Uh, you know, a funnel and it's just gone and, and we're scratching our head going, wow, you know, I didn't, I didn't intend this. And so what I want to do, Joe, is kind of read through this. And so um, if you're following along Psalm 42 and Joe, maybe you can read verses one through 11 for us, and then we'll kind of stop and unpack that. All right, here we go. Verse one of Psalm 42, as the deer, as the deer pants for the water brooks, my, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night. while they continually say to me, where is your God? When I remember these things, 
I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept a pilgrim feast. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan and from the heights of Hermon, from the hill of Mizar. Deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your ways and billows have gone over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a breaking of my bones, the enemies reproach me. While they say to me all day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. Yeah, amen. Um, Joe... (sighs) The Psalm, Psalm 65, verse 11 and 12, it says that the paths of the Lord drip with abundance. And, and I think for all of us that have been Christians, if you've been a Christian for any length of time, you know that. You, you've walked with God and you've, you've seen kind of the paths of the Lord and God has been good. You have those mountaintop experiences and everything's great and you want to serve God. And, you know, your, your, your finances are blessed. Your relationships are blessed. Your, your psyche is blessed. And you're like, man, what a great life. This is awesome. Awesome. And then things turn and they do turn right for every Christian. There are seasons where it is so good and it's so abundant. And you think this is what Jesus talked about, the abundant life, you know, and, and you, you, you cherish those days. But then all of a sudden things crash and you lose a job or you lose a marriage or you lose a relationship or things with a, a child fall apart or maybe your health falls apart or, you know, whatever it is. And all of a sudden we find ourselves not on the peak, but we find ourselves in the valley. And it's when we're in the valley that we question God the most because it's almost as if, Joe, we've 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 conditioned our mind to think as Christians we deserve the best we deserve a trialless life we deserve and if it is trials and certainly you know we just got to speak a couple words of faith and the trial goes away and, and, <laughs> yeah. and this idea of being a partaker in Christ's suffering is something that at least for western christianity is foreign right and and so joe in the psalm it seems like this person kind of goes back and forth it seems like they start off in in their in their current situation i'm so thirsty for god oh like a deer pants i long for you lord and then they kind of go back and they say i remember when i used to walk to the festivals of God. And I remember when, when there was great joy, right? In verse four, I remember um, this as I pour out my heart, how I walk with many leading the festival procession to the house of God with joy and thankful shouts. And, and then he comes back into the present. Why is my soul so cast down? And, and, and you really get a good picture of real life where, where this idea that Christianity is just this, this smooth sailing thing isn't real. 
and people that would paint it out that way are being disingenuous. This is a real psalm. And what he goes on to say is, man, I'm depressed. And so when we talk about depression, you know, depression's real. Situational depression is very real, right? So, so Joe, what? tell me, what is it, when, when a person goes from the heights to depths and they're just crushed when they're sore and everything's great praise the lord i'm raising my hands to i don't even want to follow god anymore because why such a swing is there a misunderstanding of what christianity is is there just i you know because you and i know a bunch of people who who you know at one time walked with god so strongly and all of a sudden they're just ready to turn their back on the lord because they're going through a hard trial why such a hot, cold, polarizing north-south, you know, swing? Is, what do you think the cause of that is? You know, I'm not sure um, what exactly the cause is. It could be a lot of things. It could be how their psyche was and where they were taught and that they thought that everything was always going to be okay. Um, I'm not sure always the cause but I do know this, and I heard this a long time ago, that God is de- de- uh, desirous to develop the character of Christ in us, and character does not grow while we sleep. Character doesn't mm. grow while you and I are sleeping. Or Things take place in our lives where we either God is growing us in faith in areas or God is saying, this is a difficulty, you've poured your heart out to me, um, now, are you going to leave too? Like his, Jesus asked his disciples when he, he talked to about eating his flesh and drinking his blood. And then he said, Lord, where are we going to go? You have the words of eternal life. You come down to the basic foundation. It's like, Lord, what am I going to do? I may not understand it, but you are God. And you have carried me in the past. You'll carry me in the future. Um, but at this present time, doesn't mean I'm going to like it. Doesn't mean that, you know where I may be in the circumstances, but in that, what is God developing in me? Um, and you know, you don't see that when you're in those all the time. You don't. You don't take cover and go, wow, you know, God's growing me up in this. Well, you look back and you see, you know what? I came out of that and I grew. Or you know what? Maybe I didn't do as well, so I get to take that again because God always retests. But it's only because of His great care and love for us. Um, and then we end up a lot of times seeing through the midst of it when we didn't see there was a way out, we saw his faithfulness. We see him at the end that he was there the entire time because he, he said he would never leave nor forsake us. Even though when you go through the night seasons, you may not understand it and you may feel all alone. There may be an emptiness and a hurt. God is right by your side. And as you look back over time, you'll see that he had never left you. Yeah, I love that. Um, And that's true because he says in verse 8, the Lord will send his faithful love by day. His song will be with me in the night, a prayer to the God of my life. And so certainly I think you're right. Um, You know, there's something in this in this psalm that on the other side of the break, I want to I want to talk a little more about because it does seem like there's something that aids the depression. It seems like there's something there that's fueling it or feeding it that we need to be aware of because um, give you a hint and then we'll, we'll talk about this. He says um, in verse 10 um, or at the end of verse nine, he says, why must I go about in sorrow because of the enemy's oppression? My adversaries taunt me as if crushing my bones while all day long they say to me, where is your God? 
And I think there's something Mm. of a spiritual aspect that plays into something major that plays into a lot of time our oppression and our depression. When things happen, it's almost as if the enemy comes in with the oppressor and the accuser and he stacks he stacks pain upon pain and 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 the enemy here his oppressor is talking to him and he's not feeding him good he's yeah, not yeah. feeding him encouragement yeah. whatever he's feeding him here it's causing him to question god like god where are you and he's going to say that. i want to talk more about that on the other side of the break we're listening to shouts of grace you're listening to shouts of grace with pastor steve the radio ministry of redemption hill church in saratoga springs utah for more information about redemption hill you can visit our website at rhutah.church shouts of grace radio is thankful for the encouragement from key radio reaching utah with the good news of eternal life from their station in provo utah now let's join pastor steve for the conclusion of today's conversation hey welcome back to the program um i am in studio today with Pastor Joe Funicello of Redemption Hill Church, and I am your host, Steve Pearson, also of Redemption Hill Church. And Joe, before the break, we're, we're going through, um, hopping through the Psalms, but we're in Psalm 42, and we we're just kind of talking about um, the swings that we have as believers, where we go from, from this place of mountaintop, praise the Lord, you know, face down to dejected, rejected, uh, depressed, oppressed, wondering if God is even real, if he's even for us and and just so some of the causes of that may be um which which you know you you rightly said there's many we don't know of necessarily one but one thing does seem to be sure whenever we find ourselves in a bad place whenever we find ourselves in a down place where we're questioning god it seems like the enemy always brings an oppressor a quote-unquote friend a confidant a work person, you know, maybe even somebody in the church, some sort of relationship to question our faith. Maybe it's a book that I'm reading. I'm kind of questioning and all of a sudden I pick up this book and I'm like, yeah, they bring up some great points. You know, I, I, I don't even know if I believe God anymore. Right. And <laughs> it's, it's, but whatever it is, the enemy comes and it says there in verse 10, my adversary taunts me as if crushing my bones while all day long they say to you, where is your God? So this isn't just questioning what you're feeling. This is questioning the the, the core of your faith. Like he, this is ridiculous. You put your faith in the wrong thing. I know of people that 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 read books that that call into question all the all the pure and good things of Christianity. And before you know it, the mind of a person who's in a trial, who's having a hard time discerning as it is what God's doing, now they're being swept away by the adversary's words as they're taunting. Where is your God? Your God's not here. Your God's not in this trial. You must have misunderstood this. Missing this not be true at all. Here's a book. Let, 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 let me tell you what is true, right? Yeah. And, and so one of the things that I think people take their eyes off of when it comes to oppression, when it comes to depression, is there is a spiritual warfare part to it, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think, Joe, we live in a society, I'm certainly not a doctor, I don't pretend to be one, so I'm not going to cast uh, judgment on on this as a whole, but we lived in a we live in a more depressed nation than any time in history. I mean, you're a little older than I, and I'm pretty old. And you and I can think back of when, man, depression was something that maybe somebody you know every yeah, now and, and then. Never, yeah, <laughs> you know, it was, yeah, yeah. And like now, it's like every single person is dealing yes. with mental health. Yes, yes. And, and again, I'm, I, you know, I'm not questioning the 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 validity of of all of it per se. But here's what I do see: I see a culture and a society that has transformed itself 
yourself to deal with issues much different than they did 20, 30 years ago. And I think what one of the things we've done is we've taken the spiritual element out of it, that the enemy moves on our mind. Like yeah. if, if you look at when it says that David number the people, Joe, it says, and Satan moved upon the heart of David to number the people. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means, it means that Satan moved upon his emotions, his mind and his intellect. Satan did that. And I think sometimes we just cast everything off as physical and we don't realize there's a spiritual side to the oppression and the depression. Yeah. How do we combat that? I was thinking actually about that a little bit the last couple of days. And I, I think part of the problem we're dealing with more now, listen, in society, never in the history of the world do people have this much time. I'm not talking about COVID and getting free checks or whatever that is. I, I Even before then, people have long vacations, they get three-day weekends, they have, you know, and it wasn't like that years ago. You go back, and I don't know when it actually started, but you look at the 30s and 40s and, in, in 50s, then all of a sudden we started having more time and, and more things. And now we have more things putting into our our minds. You know, it used to be when I was a kid, you deliver the evening paper, the guy would read it, and there would be the nightly news with Walter Cronkite or, you know, whoever it was. But today it's a constant um, amount, like a waterfall of information and things over and over and over. And I can see why that brings depression. But I do want to read this, and I think there's an underlying cause. In Second Timothy, uh, that the Apostle Paul wrote, of course, by God's uh, injunction or, or moving, it says, but know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves. Hmm. I think that is the foundation of a lot of things. Self gets in the way and destroys. We put ourselves in front of our mates. We put ourselves in front of God. We put ourselves, ah, I don't want to do that right now. I want to do this. When common Mm. sense says, do this first thing. No, no, no. I want to do this. And self becomes ruler instead of God becoming ruler. Hmm. When God becomes ruler, life gets put in a proper order Hmm. and things are worked out. And then we move um, the way God designed us to move. You know, Jesus said, um, when he stood on this, uh, st- the steps of the temple, he said, if anybody thirst, come, I-, I have everlasting water that will will rise up from out of you. And, and the same thing to the woman of the well, drink this water, you're going to thirst again. But mm. I have water, you won't thirst again. Mm. And so... I think that it starts with self, with self is on the throne, and today it's on the throne more than ever before, lovers or self. Because of that, then we get into our greatest issues. He cut me off so I can pull a gun and shoot him. (laughs) Or, you know, all the crazy things. He looked at me bad and he was disrespecting me. And and it just gets carried on and everybody has an offense. It's lovers of self. And if if we put ourselves in the hands of our God and let him dictate and guide our lives. Then self takes a proper place. It doesn't mean you can't have pleasure. You can't go do things or whatever. You're not consumed by it. You're not because you will never be fulfilled. Jesus says, I have the only thing that will fulfill you. You can Mm. go skiing all day long, surfing all that. I did those things and all the things you want to do never fulfill you. Drugs, sex, rock and roll will never fulfill you. You're empty. It comes from Jesus. Wow, that is, man, that's spot on. That's, um, 
you know, it, it's it's funny because it's almost as if what you're saying, and I agree with it because it's scriptural, is is the human mind was not designed by God to bear the weight of all of this self-focus. And and if we're having a breakdown, if we're having mental in, in, incapabilities, I'm wondering if it's because we're so self-focused, the weight of self, which we're called to deny self yeah. in Scripture. We're called to put our burden upon Christ. But because self has such a, a heavy weight and burden, our minds don't have the ability to handle such self-focus. Like you said, what if somebody doesn't like my status? Well, how come they like theirs and not mine? They must be thinking this. They must not like me. What did I? And it's just like, it goes on and on. It's like stacking weights on a barbell that gets yeah. heavier and heavier. Yeah. And sooner or later, the, the human psyche, which was not designed to lift itself up, but to deny itself and trust God, it breaks. It yeah. can't bear it under can the not. load. Yeah. And I think that's what you see happening in a society. Yes. happening right now yes and, and i think i think it's interesting joe because you know he, he's talking about here um in verse 10 he says my adversary taunts me that's crushing my bones while all day long they say to me where's your god why my soul are you dejected okay right he said earlier why are you depressed now listen why are you in such turmoil hope put your hope in god for i will praise him notice the contrast there I think a lot of times we look to the medicine first. We look to the doctors first. We look to because our soul's dejected and we're depressed and we're in turmoil and we're in oppressed. So there's got to be some opiate. There's got to be some sort of, you know, cannabis. There's got to be something that that can take care of the dejected soul. And the psalmist says, I was there. Hope in God. There's there's got to be your first and foremost focus is yeah. hope in God. And yes. I think, Joe, the parts that are physical that a person may need medication for, I think those things dilute down to to where it's very clear when they first put their hope in God. I wonder how many people who put their, if they'd put their hope in God when their soul is oppressed and depressed and dejected, I wonder how many people would have that joy again that the psalmist missed when he said, I used to go into the house of God with great joy. Instead, we turn to other things yes. first. Yes. And then we wonder why it's a, uh, it, it, to me, it's like a, a, you know, the water going down a drain. You just go lower and lower and lower. Now you need more medication. You need more. Th- I'm not speaking against medication. I'm saying, right. you know what? The Bible tells us first, taste and see if the Lord is good. Amen. Let's find God in the midst of everything. And then from that, do what you need to do. But let God direct you. Get your fulfillment and get full, filled up with him. And then from him flows everything else we need. And I'm not saying if you look, if you got a broken leg, you go get it fixed. You got a physical issue that's messing you up and you're all out of imbalance, you know, uh, hormones or whatever. Go get it fixed. But you know what? Get filled up with him, because I think a lot of that would be very helpful. Instead of that being the main source, he would be the main source. He could get you over the bridge. Yeah, amen. Hey, we're just about out of time for this edition of, or this episode of Shouts of Grace. Um, I just want to speak real quick to those people that might be listening that do struggle with something that's been diagnosed as mental um, illness. I, I would say this, the great physician is Christ. He's the one. And as Pastor Joe just said, um, make Christ first. Before you run off to everything that the world tells you to do, make Christ first first. Say as the psalmist did to your soul, soul hope in God, trust in God and see what goes 
um, under the hand of the Lord, what, what, is, what is cushioned by his beautiful love and what remains, and then certainly get help for what remains. But I think you'll find that, that God is a good physician and just trusting in the Lord and denying self will probably take care of the majority of the issues we're having. Hey, God bless you. And we look forward to having you here on the show with us next time. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word, hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson. We hope that you have been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If today's conversation encouraged you in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at shoutsofgraceradio.com. At shoutsofgraceradio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastor Steve. Shouts of Grace is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Shouts of Grace.